0: this was the plan. Hello and welcome back to Jory's FPL. My name is Dan, I'm one half of Jory's FPL and I'm joined again by the other half of Jory's FPL, Stephen. Stephen, how are you, my pal?
1: I'm good, Dan. It's been a little while, hasn't it? Two weeks.
0: Yes, if no one's seen our Twitter, I do apologise. My charger was broken and I realised I was going into the podcast with 26% battery, which is obviously no good for trying to run Teams, Audacity and the FPL website all at once. So I apologise that you didn't hear our final drafts before the season begun, but you'll know our final drafts when we go through our points after game week one, though.
1: Yeah, a lot of things happened in that two weeks. Uh, Obviously, game week one has passed. Not so good of a game week for me. Quite a decent one for you. Shall we get into it?
0: Yes, let's get straight into it, Stephen. So how did your game week one look?
1: Didn't look very good, to be honest. 52 points. The returnees were James, Chancello, Trippier with seven points, Saka with a six-pointer and Haaland with a 13-pointer. The blanks were Ward, Trent, Diaz, Neto, jesus and my captain kane as well so looking pretty bleak for this game week but there's 37 more to go
0: definitely mate and a captaincy blank for you means absolutely nothing because you've been prolific over the last couple of seasons of picking the right captaincy choice so don't let this one sway you off mate um i've done a little bit better this week i got 68 points which is like quite a healthy amount above the average which is a game week rank of 1.7 million obviously it's the first game week of the season so it's an overall rank of 1.7 million and um, my returnees similar to you at the back Trippier, yeah, james and Cancelo with a seven but i did go ramsdale and goal who got a six point now um, salah captain uh, and a martinelli goal and five blanks all together. in Trent Neto, Lewis Diaz, Kane, and Jesus Zeus. So pretty happy with it to start off with. I am quite glad I didn't start off unbelievably because then if you look at your King Week history, all you see is red arrows. So there's mm. um, there is actually some room for improvement. You'll probably have a, quite a few green arrows for quite a sustained period of time now. Not that I it means so. absolutely <laughs> not that it means absolutely anything on bearing on the whole season, but. How do you feel after that week? Obviously, you're a few points below the average. Any negative feelings towards your team initially, or is it just trust the process?
1: It's just trust the process. i got an overall rank of 5.1 million, so I'm right at the back end of it at the minute. But yeah, it wasn't a great day at the office. Nothing to worry about at this stage. Um, I mean, benching nightmares. I could have profited from having Sanchez in goal over Ward, but it was only a three-point swing. So
0: Yeah, and a little bit on the bench, I think. I'm quite... It's quite positive saying that most people's benches has actually got some points on it. Um, and I know it's early on in the season anything could happen, but like, I had Nico Williams. Yes, he came out with a zero, but he played the 90. Andreas Pereira looked decent against Liverpool as well, so there's actually potential. Does he become a starter at some point? Um, Cameron Archer coming off for the last 10 minutes, which is all I expected from him. He was my 4.5 million striker ahead of Greenwood just because of the ownership levels. I think if people start looking to get a third striker in or if there's some serious moves that can be made up there, the 4.5 million striker is going to be the one who loses out and it could just mean price reduction after price reduction after price reduction. Whereas Archer's ownership levels sitting there, he's only 7.7% owned. I can't imagine it go anywhere. So that was the reason behind the Archer shout out.
1: No, it's a good show. I mean, the benches look a lot weaker this year. Um, obviously, we're not expecting any COVID performance, so there's a reason to it, isn't there? But, yeah, just be happy with getting two pointers on the bench at this point.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, anything that's jumped out you straight away where you think, oh, I've made the wrong decision there. Is there anybody that was close to your team that didn't quite make it that might have done okay this week?
1: I think I went with the right captaincy option. Kane could have had a goal on another day. Um, Obviously, that's the thing that you would conclude is the the thing I've done wrong this week is picked the wrong captain. But the only other option I would really have in my squad was Haaland because obviously I went without Salah. So Haaland would have been a good choice. He was my vice captain. Um, But I think Kane against Southampton was just one of those where I had to go for it um yeah otherwise the ones i got close to being in my team were johnny who only picked up one point so i'm glad i didn't go for him but the other one was zinchango who got 12 mm. points Um, he was very close to being in ahead of tripia um but right, it's, o- yeah. it's only a five point difference at the end of the day so i'm i'm not too worried about that either
0: no definitely and it was very late in the day because i mean i believe we were both sitting with perisic and our teams at one point very late on uh, I managed to share some news with you, well actually anyone on Twitter I can have a look really, a very a very um, trusted source from Tottenham predicted that Perisic wouldn't start, uh, that was enough for me not to put him in, um, Chelsea next week as well means I can get two game weeks out of a decent defender, we both had the same thoughts and went for Trippier yeah, which obviously came in quite nicely, um, but we'll get on to Perisic in a little bit, because of the Perisic move and I moved down to Trippier, yeah, I've got 0.5 left in the bank, Now, late night thinking, or late in the day thinking really (laughs) because it was a Friday deadline, um, Martinelli almost became Rashford, which I'm quite glad now I didn't do. Obviously, Rashford could become a good option. He was playing OOP, as they say, um, where it looked like he was according to some of the live score formations, although that means absolutely nothing. But of course, he only returned a two point now, whereas Martinelli had an eight point now. So, can't grumble, I've made the right decision, and I'm currently sitting with 0.5 left in the bank.
1: Yeah, that's a very good decision. And Rashford didn't look great against Brighton, albeit no one looked good against Brighton for Manu. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that was a really good decision. Um, leaving that money in the bank as well, it'll stand you in good stead. If not this game week, then the next one.
0: That's it, yeah, and I have got plans for that, but obviously I've also planned to be transferring for this week, which I'm sure we will get onto later in the podcast, so that 0.5 could be very, very, very important, even so early in the season with all the swings there already is. Um, Some standout assets from game week one, though, Stephen, that we probably weren't expecting. I'm going to rattle off some of the highest scorers, that aren't going in people's thoughts because obviously, I mean, I can tell you Salah, blah, blah, everyone's got him, anyways. Mm. And I want you to say if there's actually an option. I mean, I know it's early days, but there's some names that we probably weren't expecting to come out of the word work or come out of the word work so quickly. And I'll start with Saliba
1: yes.
0: 4.5 million, eight pointer, looked good. What do we expect from him going forward? Can he be a popular FPL asset or is it another Ben White?
1: Well, just from a general footballing perspective, he looked very comfortable and confident for being only 21. As you yeah. mentioned, he's only 4.5 million, and um, it does seem like he's going to be more beneficial for getting bonus points than Ben White because Ben White's really a six-point man, isn't he? If he if he gets yeah. that, um, but yeah, I can see him being one of the better options at that price point, and the centre back position is going to be his to lose at this point. I think if Tomiyasu comes back in um, at any point could be Ben White that misses out.
0: Yeah, it's been a funny career that Saliba's had as well. He supposedly had three loans and then he wasn't asked about coming back, but now he's been brought into the squad. And he does look good. Um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty much going to be, is Ben White going to stay out right back because he didn't look bad? Or is he going to come back in for Saliba? I don't think I'm confident enough to take any sort of punt there, Yeah,
1: um,
0: which would basically mean to me at the moment, there's no 4.5 million defenders for Arsenal that are worth punting. Um, it's going to be Ben White or it's going to be Saliba. Um, obviously, you've got Tommy Yasu looks like he's out for a little bit. So, I don't think if you're looking for that cheap 4.5 million in Arsenal, I'll not be going there, although he did look very, very good.
1: You've got Ramsdale already, haven't you? So, it'd probably be more of a question for me whether I would go there. But I feel right now, at the price point, I'd rather just go walk. I've had that 0.5 million spare.
0: Interesting, yeah. Obviously Man City missing out on that means that Walker appears to be a little bit more nailed now, but we'll have to wait and see, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to Zinchenko, someone that I've already mentioned who was close to being in my team. He picked up a 12-pointer with a clean sheet, an assist and three bonus to start the campaign. Now, I can only see Tierney getting back in this team if Zinchenko shifted to centre-mid. But surely performances like that won't do him any harm in nailing down that left-back spot at this point.
0: Well, that's it, isn't it? It's performances like that. But if you can bring that into the midfielder, that's something special. Although, Mm -hmm. by all accounts, I think Jacques and Partey did play relatively well in that game on Friday night. Um, Obviously, he's already had a price rise as well, Stephen, which will put people off who haven't went for him already. Over 400,000 transfers in, absolutely unbelievable. He's definitely going to be one to watch during the season, but I think when I try and compare him to the other five millions in there, and I'm taking mainly Trippier here, I just fancy Trippier a little bit more than him, even though Trippier's fixtures aren't great at the moment, I think over the course of the season, I think you're likely to see more attacking returns from him. So I don't mind missing the boat on Zinchenko at the moment. As we all know in FPL, these boats can go here, there and everywhere. Uh, Could well sink in a couple of weeks, so Mm -hmm. just have to wait and see.
1: So would you say that Trippier could well end up with more points in total at the end of the season than Zinchenko? Because that's a bold claim if you're saying that.
0: I'm, I'm actually saying quite comfortably. Wow. I think there could be a good 25 points in it, to be honest.
1: Right, well, we'll earmark this for the end of the season. I'll just put a, <laughs> put a little asterisk next to it. <laughs>
0: be fair, I'm saying that he's already five behind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who we got next, Dan?
0: Um, Dens came out with a 10-pointer this week. Um. Now, it's going to be a funny one with the Wolves trio. I know there's strong rumours from our man Fabrizio Romano that Gonzalo Guedes, I think is how you can pronounce yes. it, is on his way to Wolves. Um, Jimenez isn't expected to be out for too long. So what it does sound like, it sounds like Huang will come out of the team, but you've got Pedence, Neto, Gibbs, White, Guedes, and Jimenez all fighting for three spots. Porden, we know, was in and out of the team a lot last season. Mm. Um Good result, and he was playing through. Was he playing through the middle, or was Huang playing through the middle?
1: I think Huang was playing through the middle. I think it was Neto yeah. and Pedencio the side.
0: Yeah, so I mean, at that price point, it's uh, they've got good fixtures. If you want to go there, you can, but I think you just may as well want to follow the crowd with that one. And both five and a half million, you'll probably just end up going Neto. Um, yeah. Although I know we're talking about things happening so early in the season, but. He doesn't interest me, and he won't interest me throughout the whole season, I can't imagine.
1: Yeah, it's a sake of Sod's law, isn't it? Going with Neto and then Pedence getting a double-figure return. I think he's only 1.3% owned at this time of recording, so compared to Neto, who's 17% owned, he would be a nice differential. Uh, Wolves do have decent fixtures up will game week seven, but even then, I think the safe option is just to go with Neto because he should have that place nailed down more.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Minutes, if you get 5.5 million... For a midfielder you're sort of just looking for minutes rather yeah. than anything else um i think Neto will provide that this season
1: yeah let's move on to kulisewski dan he got 13 points this game week and he's completely took the piss out of kane and son owners like myself um <laughs> another quality game from him um i wasn't expecting his form to even get better from last season but where does he actually rank in terms of the eight million midfielders we've got in the game at the moment
0: I was just going to say there, Stephen, in terms of the eight millions, like looking at it, he was probably the one where you thought, nah. Yeah. He was was the one that you could have got rid of straight away. Mount's close for me. I know Mount's quite popular amongst the community. I know you quite like Mount, but he was – and I look at Mount Eight Million. It doesn't interest me. I still think um, Saka think...
1: and Diaz are the best ones out there. Yeah, but...
0: I'd agree. I'd agree. And if Foden can nail his place, he's just as good as those two as well. Um, I think the issue you're going to have with Koleszewski is he played out of his skin today. Brilliant. But
1: got Richarlison
0: bringing up his neck. You look at that front three, and there's no way he's dropping Son or Kane in a regular yeah. game. You could see it happening to Kulazewski at 8 million. I just can't I can't be having that. And there might be a chance that Richarlison doesn't get into this team until game week five, game week six, and you can get a good run out of Kulazewski before a before a wild card, but I'm just not ready to take that punt. Um, I'm sitting there with Diaz at the moment. He's my only eight million. I know you've got a couple of eight millions. Early days in the season, but would you ever to go sideways along?
1: Not when I've got Kane. Without Kane or Son, I think he would be a good option just for the first five to six game weeks, like you say, until potentially Richarlison comes in at some point. Um, but with having Kane right now, I don't want to uh, go for a Spurs double-up Um even though I did get it wrong going for Kane in the first game because Son and Kulosevsky did return, I still think I'm going to be happy sticking with Diaz and Saka because Saka's on pens and corners. Diaz looked very good against um, mm-hmm. Fulham even though he didn't score. He did have one choked off as well. So, yeah, I'm happy with them too at the moment. They're the strongest bunch of the eight millions.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. I think Kulosevsky is going to tick on nicely. And, there's, and don't get me wrong, in the next five, six games, we could see... A couple of double-digit holes. And Could we're be going the to most. Twice rise, yeah, or yeah. quite comfortably. But um, I just think with the risk of Richarlison coming in, he's not going to take son Kane's spot. It's going to be Kulosevsky that misses out in some of these games in 8 million. He's not having a bench player for 8 million because you know he'll come on for a point as well.
1: Yeah, no, that's a fair point, Dan. What about Danny Welbeck?
0: Right, I've got no interest, mate. I don't <laughs> even know why you've put him in this. He's, he played one game, he could not play the next game. <laughs> strikeout options have got to be are limited uh-huh. these years. Um, I'm not going to be playing for someone who's crocked and he always gets injured during the game as well. So it's not an option for me. Good performance like yesterday. But no,
1: I think you just got a bit of aggression towards him because I put bring him in on the last game week of last season, and I think he won me. Yeah, really. I do. I,
0: I've got him on my dartboard okay. at home.
1: <laughs> well, he's carrying on, he's impressive form and points tally from the end of last, see, last season. Um, not many people mm-hmm. are talking about Brighton's fixture run up to game week eight, which actually looks quite good at this point. You would not look at him at any point six point five million.
0: No, I think if I was gonna go Brighton at any point it would be me downgrading a defender and going for dunk. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, I think Wellba uh Wellbeck, well Wellback and Brighton are just so hitty missy with everything. You can't ever predict, like I know the last few seasons that yeah. XG's been ridiculous and they've just not conformed. And don't get me wrong, when Wellbeck plays he looks good. You you worry about what Wellbeck's going to do, but it's minutes, it's the injuries, it's the team in general. I I don't think he's going to be in my squad At any point this season.
1: Mums, if I just tell you the next seven fixtures.
0: Come on then, let the listeners know.
1: Newcastle at home, West Ham away, Leeds at home, Fulham away, Leicester at home, Bournemouth away and Palace at home. So that's four green fixtures on the ticker.
0: Very, very nice fixtures, mate. But I think what will happen for me and probably a lot of players, it just doesn't fit into the team structure. Yeah. I think you'd be adding a lot of play I mean, I know you went for three up top, but that's quite a rarity, I think.
1: It is. Most people
0: have got a premium in midfield and a premium up top, which means you're trying to rip up your 4.5 million to fit them in. Finding 2 million isn't yeah. going to be easy. I don't think people will go there, and I'm one of those people.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I don't think many transfers will happen for Welbeck because, like you say, most people have got a 4.5, a Jesus, and then a Haaland or a Kane up top. So very hard yeah. to get to that amount but yeah, maybe... Stephen
0: looking at this though I mean Welbeck you've put Welbeck on this list he's got 18,000 transfers in what about Pascal Gross made 122,000 <laughs> transfers in why we're, why we're not talking about Gross <laughs> unbelievably he has scored five goals against Man United in his career um, which is i don't even know if he's got five goals against the rest of the team combined
1: Yeah. together.
0: So, uh, he loves playing Man United, that boy. So, if you want to punt on someone on a free hit, get get <laughs> grossed against Man United in the uh, reverse fixture.
1: Yeah, only Danny Murphy's got more winners against Man U. That was on Match of the Day last night. Wow, that is some awesome.
0: statistic, that mind.
1: How about a player that potentially some people might be able to get to, if they've left a bit in the bank? Nunes.
0: Interesting, isn't he? I was very cool on the idea of Nunez thinking that he wouldn't start. I was correct that he wouldn't start. And there's a good chance, really, if Liverpool were two up at half-time, we would have only seen and 20 minutes of him. And then in the second game, probably only seen about the same, depending on the result. However, he's came on, he's made a difference. Mm. He's probably going to start from now on. So I think he's definitely one to keep an eye on. Would you agree?
1: I would definitely agree. What do you think the odds are on him starting the next game? Because they did look a far better proposition with him and the team. And I was a little bit surprised about it because I thought it might take him some time to adapt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can't forget this is the Fulham defence with Tim Ream <laughs> at centre-half. So let's Happen let's him, like, calm down but, 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 but Bobby Firmino, Diaz and Salah couldn't do anything against Tim Ream in the first half. So let's good. let's not take that away from him, actually. Uh, no, you'll get short odds from starting next game. Obviously, Jota out. Firmino didn't impress attacking-wise, um, as as has been expected from Firmino really over recent years. Yeah, I think he'll come straight in for Firmino. I can't see any reason why he wouldn't uh, look good when he came on. Good value for 9 million, 9 points as well. I think he's going to become a popular choice.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think he could have had a couple more goals on if he was on at the beginning of the match, the way, the way he played when he came on. I mean Firmino's still eight million, which I've just noticed on FPL, which is ridiculous.
0: I think he's quite a non option even at about six and a half, to be honest, Stephen. You just you're not sure when the minute not not so much just the points, it's just more the minutes and what he actually does produce FPL sense he's um, never been great uh, he's never been the goal scorer or the. Yeah. he had a few assists yeah but he's a great player but he's never been in FPL sets I don't think I've ever owned him
1: have you not interesting I don't think so I did a few years ago Like I think I used to have him and Salah but yeah definitely for the last three seasons at the very least he's not really done much
0: no no um, and for a final finish off on those game week one assets who i have just plucked a little bit of interest over the last few days Mitrovic—it's hard not to talk about him. Two goals against Liverpool. They say he can only do it in the Championship. Mm-hmm. He's got a two-to-one ratio already this season. Um, obviously cheap price, six and a half million. Does he come under the same bracket as Danny Welbeck, where teams are just going to struggle to get to him, Definitely. or is he going to be a real option?
1: I think teams are just going to struggle to get to him. I mean, even the people that have already got him, I think FPL released a tweet saying. 56 percent or something had him on the bench which is fair enough Mm. against liverpool but it could be the year that he proves us all wrong and announces himself as a premier league player but i'm still not totally convinced by him i can just i can see people going there because of the penalties and the fact he's going to play pretty much every game but he's already had a price rise to 6.6 million as well so it's even going to be it's even going to be tougher to get there now
0: Yeah, definitely, and I mean, if you're looking at fixtures and things like that, Wolves and Brentford are the next two, however, that is followed by Arsenal, Brighton, Tottenham, Chelsea before game week eight. Um, so it's not great fixtures. It's six and a half million pounds, 6.6 million now. You want to start and play out as in he's going to start in your 11. There's going to be some game weeks in the next few game weeks, so I wouldn't want to start them. So I, for me, I'll be staying away from now. Wild card, if you want to change the tact of your team, where you might go three up top or, you know, however you may want to work it, it might be an option. No, um, no. But no. for me, Just go not well with back. many other people.
1: Just <laughs> go <cool>, well back, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, you might be yeah. right, though. But, yeah, unless I change tact in formation with my team anytime soon, um, those mid-range strikers in six and seven and a half aren't on the options for me, unfortunately. And I'm sure quite a few will come out of the woodwork. I'm quite surprised by Watkins' benching this weekend as well. I didn't suspect that.
1: Me neither. Um,
0: but yeah, that's the kind of thing that I just worry about at that price range with strikers. So I'm quite glad that having someone like Cameron Archer as my third striker doesn't give me that decision to make. And I know a lot of listeners will probably be in a similar position.
1: Fair point, Dan. Let's move on to transfers in and out because... The FBL players have been trigger-happy this weekend so far. Um, Haaland, which we were expecting a lot of transfers in because, yes, he's got an amazing fixture run, got Bournemouth at home next game, and then also, in he scored twice against um, West Ham yesterday. He's got 722,000 transfers in so far. Are you one of the few people that have put him in?
0: What I would say this, Stephen, just so I don't look like that new FPL manager who sees a new toy and says <laughs> yes, I urge the listeners to listen to podcasts over the last few weeks. This was always the plan. Mm. If Kane scored for the day and Haaland didn't get a goal, this was the plan.
1: You're lying. It's- I
0: listen. Everybody, please, please go back and listen. And I know if you're I can't well remember you
1: saying num- that. Like I can't remember. The, num-
0: <laughs> the numbers will go up. The numbers will go. Up. Uh, no, that was always the plan. I have made the transfer because looking at the algorithm, there was going to be a price rise. I've left point five in the bank. I could have afforded the price rise, but there's absolutely no need for me to do it. Um, so yeah, I've done it. I've done Harland in for Kane. It's hard to ignore me. Like those would fixtures are ridiculous i did toy out at the start of the season with having fordon as my eight million because i was that worried about not going not having the bottle to go for Haaland in game week one yeah glad i didn't do that so i've kept diaz in there it was always the plan um i've stuck to the plan but it appears seven hundred thousand other people have the same plan as me mate
1: yeah and <laughs> zinchenko next on the list he's had a price rise as well which we've mentioned 401,000 second most transferred in so far this game week. What do you think of that, Dan?
0: I do enjoy the start of the season, mate, when everyone's in their work leagues and they're joining for the first <laughs> six weeks and they actually log on and do their transfers. It's good. And it's, it's funny to see, like, I mean, if Pascal Gross gets a price rise, that that would be, I can just end the podcast The happy man because that, that's just class really, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, not surprising. And to be honest, another one, it's they're not getting in these players that um, they probably just luck really. They're not getting in these players that now then go on to a, a dreadful run and they've got like the top six in the next seven games. They're actually getting in players, by luck or by crook, that have actually got a good fixture run coming up. So it's it's going to work for them probably. And I quite like it how it's working for them, it keeps them engaged a little bit. Um four hundred and one thousand obviously mad. That's a crazy percentage of the game. That's almost five percent of the game that have just made the transfer straight away. Um, mental and um, but whatever crack on and enjoy it
1: that's crazy stuff but I hope they don't enjoy it for too long because I haven't got Zinchenko on my team so <laughs> hope, hope he does now for you this game week but aye, aye. another one Mitrovic who we've already mentioned he's got 365,000 transfers in which is quite a lot when you think what we've just already mentioned about him being a hard price point to get to mm-hmm. who, are they, who are they moving on at this point it's got to be someone like Watkins I suspect because yeah Obviously, he didn't, he didn't feature from the beginning of the game on the weekend. Um, I wouldn't expect Wilson to be coming out because he scored. So, who else no, would be coming yeah. out for meatball?
0: It's a funny one. People, I don't think many people would have went for Ings. You know what it is, though, pal? Quite a lot of them, and we'll get into this a little bit, may have just seen that Jesus didn't score and have took him out.
1: Yeah, that's actually a fair point because
0: and, a lot yeah. of them
1: moving off Jesus and I can see him having a price drop potentially by the end of this week.
0: Yeah, definitely. So that that could well be it, mate. Then they've got 1.5 million to
1: to get in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they've up, they've upgraded the four million to Zinchenko, I think.
1: <laughs> Let's have a little go through the transfers out then as well, then, Don.
0: Yeah, So unsurprisingly, with Haaland getting the price rise, it's been Harry Kane that's had the price drop. Um, I must admit, as I've already said, I am one of these players. He's been transferred out an unbelievable 585,000 times. Wow. And comparing that with Haaland, 720,000, you would actually predict that a good 95% of these transfers out have just went straight to Haaland, which you can't begrudge them for either. Um, so he's had a price drop uh, straight away. Yeah, It's going to be a funny one with Kane. He's a season keeper, he's a good option. But if you're looking at that early wild card, you've got to think that Haaland is the better option. So I can't. Can't grumble too much at it, really. Um, second most transferred out, Stephen, as I already mentioned, Gabriel Jesus. I think it was always going to happen. I think he went into the game with about seventy-six percent ownership.
1: He's that has dropped, 4%, dropped like hasn't
0: he? Yeah, yeah, that's dropped by three and a half percent, seventy-two point six now. But that's no any of Harry Kane's numbers for transfers out. That's two hundred sixteen thousand. I think even if he does take a price drop, Stephen, it's definitely not worth the panic because the fact is everybody's got him still.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you can't then think, all oh, get Metro in as a few hundred thousand people seem to have done. <laughs> I think you just need to keep with it. If anyone watched the game on Friday, he looked absolutely unbelievable. He, he could have had a couple, to be honest.
1: Looks very um, good. Yeah.
0: His price is still sitting at eight. I could well go down this week. Um, and if it does, it doesn't concern me at all. Um, I'll be keeping a hold of them, but a lot of people won't, Stephen. Were you expecting that? I mean, I know you're so highly owned, so it was expected, but 200,000 people, were you expecting numbers like that or not?
1: Well, relative to these actual um, ownership, it's not actually that much. When you think about it, three and a half percent, you mentioned that it's dropped. Um, What's it going to take for him to actually have a price drop? I'm sure surely it'll take at least 10% off his ownership to get a price drop. I don't know the, the algorithms behind it, but that doesn't seem much when you think Kane, who was probably a quarter of his ownership, has already had 585,000.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Cain's on 21.3 now, so he's on pretty much yeah, – he's quite, quite... – there's absolutely no end yet to be honest it's about 50 percent off um yeah. i don't know what the algorithm is because then you could think right he start at 77 percent. if it was something like he lost a point one every time he went down five percent he could end up at friggin 6.7 million well that's not gonna happen is it um yeah i'm not sure of the algorithm but as i say i don't think price really matters too much because everybody's got them everywhere everyone in your mini league's got them everyone in mine has everyone in the, everybody's has yeah uh, so not to worry with him Third on the list, and I suppose we can sort of touch on one of the questions that we've had while we discuss this one, Stephen. Um, Perisic, quite highly won at the start of the game. We weren't sure how to begin with if that was just because he appeared to be a popular auto pick. Um, but he must have ended up at quite a high ownership because he's still sitting on 22. And he's had 198,000 transfers out, just shy of 200,000. Um, His price stayed the same. He obviously didn't start at the weekend, which will be why everyone's throwing him out. Chelsea next game. What would you do if you were paris And I will answer Stephen Carson's question early on.
1: I feel you've got to stick with him, just at least for this game week. Um, you're probably not going to play him against Chelsea because mm-hmm. a lot of the fixtures are working in our favour this, this game week. So you can easily put him on the bench. Um, but if you do start against Chelsea, then that would tell me that he should be playing most of the games coming up. Um, Obviously, Sessegnon did score on the weekend, so Mm -hmm. that's probably to his downfall. Um, But if he starts against Chelsea, that would suggest that he feels he's his strongest wing-back.
0: Yeah. No, I'd agree. And I think if you're getting Perisicin, okay, he's not started the first game. So you might be a little bit concerned, but you didn't get him in for Chelsea. You might as well hold on for Chelsea, yeah. see what happens. There's a good chance he starts, to be honest with you. I was a more, more experienced man in there compared yeah. to um, And If he starts, I think you're good to go. You can just keep a hold. He'd it'd it'd probably be lose a little bit of value. Um, that's the reason why I decided not to go there and why I could well go back there come game week three when the fixtures turn Barrosi again for Perisic um, but I think if you've got him now you've done the hard work you'll probably want him in the week after so you've just got to hold on in my opinion
1: Yeah and there's not really much to turn to other than Zinchenko or Trippier but you've missed a, missed a beat with him obviously the first fixture for Forrest was the best one for yeah. Trippier so there's not really much to turn to other than players that are already highly owned so definitely stick with him for at least one more game week and see how that goes
0: yeah, yeah, that's definitely what I'm doing. So I've done with top three. The top three players transferred in, Stephen, and I've done the top three players transferred out. Interestingly, out of the top five players transferred out, three of them are Spurs in the fucking one, 4-1.
1: One. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> How fickle are FPL managers, man. It's mental. And do they think that Chelsea fixture is that bad? Because I think it could be a fixture that turn up back and get, get a win. I honestly do.
0: Uh, I'm just going to predict it. Perisic didn't start Cain's sideways to Haaland and Sun's sideways to De Bruyne potentially Mm. I think that'll be where people are going Um, Shall we move on Stephen We've sort of covered what we need to do on the game week gone Should we have a little look forward to the game week ahead?
1: Yes because it's looking a tasty one I've got a lot of home fixtures in my team I don't know how you're looking Dan well,
0: I've only got one away fixture on my starting eleven, but yeah. I mean, if you if you look back the last week, it was the exact opposite, really, wasn't it? So <laughs> it's uh, it's just how it it's just how it works, yeah. Just one away fixture. That's Trip out Brighton for me. Um, I have made my transfer, as already mentioned. I've been keen to Haaland. I promised that was the plan. <laughs> I'm not a casual. <laughs>
1: um, you the, keep
0: all telling the, that. all all done, all dusted. I am probably going to captain Haaland. But I know what Salah's done against Crystal Palace in the past, especially that game where he came off the bench. If you remember, um, that was a that was a funky one a couple of seasons ago. It was. But I look pretty set. It's the sec- same same trans uh, sorry same starting eleven as last week. I'll be starting Ramsdale over Ward. Um, yeah, bench will still remain. Nico Williams, Andreas Pereira, Cameron Archer, probably in that order as well. I might swap around Andreas and Nico, but I don't expect any of my starting eleven not to play. So it's uh, all go again.
1: Very interesting. Um, pretty much the same lineup for me as well, other than Trippier is dropping to the bench because I'm going to play Bailey, who's up against Everton. Interesting. Um, Holland likely to be captain, uh, if not. I've got Jesus' vice-captain at the moment and I can see him turning up to do something against Leicester at home. That's a nice fixture mm-hmm. for them. But yeah, all home fixtures other than Kane, who's got Chelsea away, um, and with a bench of Ward, Trippier, Andreas and Williams. So I'm happy with the team for game week two.
0: Yeah, um, obviously, I mean, I was looking at my final team and we would have mentioned this on the final drafts podcast if my laptop hadn't died on us. Mm-hmm. Um my team is very templatey, makes it a little bit uninteresting going into the game weeks, but I know I'm just going for the lads with the fixtures. I'll make the transfers when I need to, and then when a wild card, that's when, when you've got a little bit more knowledge behind, that's when I know that I could start making those differential picks, trying to climb the table, climb the ladder to FPL success, mate. So, yes, week on week, I suppose, when we're talking about my previous week, it's going to be a little bit, yeah, well, mine was a similar mm-hmm. one. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a little bit boring to begin with, but when we start getting into getting into the season, that's when you'll start seeing some differential picks for me, and I'm I'm looking forward to it, mate.
1: I mean, we've always said it, um, if you get a game week rank of 2 million every game week, you're going to move up nicely, aren't you?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the plan anyways, Paul.
1: So we are rammed it up there then. Um, that is our game week one review and preparation for game week two. Plenty of things to look forward to.
0: Yeah, definitely, mate. I thoroughly enjoyed that one.
1: Nice one. Well, cheers for listening. And I'll catch you next time.
0: Yes, yeah, see you later,
1: guys. Bye.